Welcome to the Becoming Majestic podcast. My name is Heike, Master Energy Healer and Teacher. I am passionate about helping you embody the highest expression of your soul purpose in this lifetime and guiding you back to the sacred ways of the healer. If you are ready to reclaim the majestic healer again, like in ancient times where we walked beside kings and queens as visionaries and seers, and break the old paradigm of the struggling healer, you've come to the right place. My goal is to help you gain clarity and conviction about your true soul purpose, deepen your medicine and be seen for who you truly are. Leave it to me to expand and break your mind open to allow all your desires to land in this reality and add exponential value to your life and help you reclaim what is rightfully yours. Thank you for pushing play and let's begin. And welcome back to episode number six. You know what's so interesting? I noticed, like, especially with my clients, sister clients, we always serenading each other. So it's kind of interesting because a lot of medicine women love to like sing, even if it's in the shower or dance. And it's part of, you know, it's been a part of our life, so to speak, for a very long time. So what I want to talk to you guys about today is the the 10 things that I've learned in the last 10 years as a majestic healer. I didn't start off being majestic. I made a lot of mistakes and I've learned from those. And I think the most important ones are these 10 steps that I follow. <laughs> 10 steps. Um, 10 steps to mastery. Not really. We never really masters, right? Because we're always learning and, and moving and, and moving through polarity. But I do feel there are a few pointers that are super important. And I want to talk about them today, very briefly. So codes of ethics. I was introduced to codes of ethics a couple of years ago, and I was so shocked at how I hadn't actually been ethical. And how easy it actually is. I thought to myself, why did I never think about this? Well, nobody really teaches it. Like I spoke about in the last episode, you know, it's kind of like you go into group programs, nobody's teaching you about protecting or grounding your energy, making sure you're not taking anybody else's shit with you when you go out of that room. So what I do is basically I really move in your time, sacred time. This throws off every single sister client I've had. They're like, what? What do you mean? Like, am I not booking in calls? Like what's happening? And my deepest desire is to bring you to that place of deep empowerment that you move in life making decisions based on what is in your highest interest. So when you come into my world, I basically give you the scepter and I'm like, let's go. So what I do is I connect with you energetically every single day, obviously after having been given permission, but I leave the calls open to you. When you feel like you need to hop on a call, when, what are the things you desire to learn? Where are you moving? And obviously working with me, we will always move into the highest expression of your soul purpose in this lifetime, which is always a little uncomfortable, but you decide when you decide why and how, and we never, and I never work on you just on a certain date or time, because I've noticed in the past that it wasn't in divine time. So sometimes if we do a healing 
and you're not energetically ready for it or open to receive or it for, for it to land, it's a wasted healing. So I work in deep allyship around that. When can I do the healing? And they will always tell me. And that's why the one-on-one works so well for me because it's always a different time. Some sister clients sign up for a month, for two months, for longer, and it's always at their pricing for their expansion, for what's right for them. And I just really, really love how I do that. And I just felt like sharing it with you guys. So another thing that I've learned over the years, obviously, because I've had really dark experiences uh, personally, also in my home, when I'm on holiday, just everywhere. And I noticed that the way that I deal with dark beings or entities or demonics is very, like, I take it very lightly. Like the one time I was in my bathtub, the one time, and I, and then there was like a, like a very dark being. They, they just told me I'm not allowed to say what it was. I don't want to scare anybody, but you know, there's no authentic power it was coming into the bath. And I was like, dude, do you know I'm a mom? Like, this is my 20 minutes. You need to go. I have no time for this. I only have 20 minutes. I probably have five minutes because my child's going to come in and every, any second now. And I am a mother. Don't fuck with me. So I have a very different way of working like this. And I noticed online, like there's a lot of like fear-based tactics and a lot of, you know, nonsense going on, but it's actually really, it's, it's nothing that is scary or anything. It's a lot of Hollywood bullshit. So what I do since I've been working, you know, in this spirit release world, I do not ever connect directly to somebody's luminous field. I have done this in the past. Like I, you know, you'll set the intention to connect to da da da, or a lot of healers will connect to the picture and be like completely in somebody's auric field. What happens is that you don't have the necessary distance to know exactly what's going on. If your client has multiple attachments or whatever, you know, there are so many things you will want to know that. You want to also know how much protection you need. If your client, you know, has a demonic being, you will want to have a cloak of invisibility around you and your business. And, you know, not going to go too deeply into it, but you're going to find out from your allies, um, how much protection you need. So, you want to just make sure that your sacred vessel is pristine, not just for you, but also for your client. You want to be able to find the things. You want to be able to clear the things. So you have that distance. You work in allyship. You find out what needs to be cleared in sacred time. Sometimes, and this has happened very often to me, my guides will say that cord needs to stay or that needs to stay. There's a karmic lesson. There's this and that. And I honor that. I don't go in with my guns blazing, ego blazing. It's about my sister client every single time, allowing also for healing to come up in layers. So I'm not a fan of these prolonged healing containers. This is the next one, this codependency that we've kind of just kind of adhered to, which there's no wrong or right. Again, I keep saying this, but I believe that, you know, these prolonged healing containers where we are working with healers for months and months on end, I don't really believe in that anymore. I think it's also very important to have time for contemplation, integration. I would prefer for you to work with me for a month or two or three, and then take two, three months of integration and contemplation, then come back. I feel like that's a more sacred way of working. Another thing is that I truly know and believe that you cannot 
embody the highest expression of your soul purpose, the true purpose, if you have not cleared dark contracts, vows and agreements or entities or beings off of your luminous field. I don't believe that's possible. Integrity. I always work with my guides. It's always in your highest interest. It's never in my interest. That's why when you come to me with your one-on-one desires, I will always say, I will connect to my guides. I'll find out for how long and the pricing. And sometimes my guides are like, "Mm -mm, it's not time for her yet. Or you, Heike, you still need to learn a lesson before you can work with her. That is integrity. We don't just take on any client. And what happens is that they we create so much space for them to learn their lessons and move through the things at their own pace. There might be a lesson in it for them. There might be a lesson in it for me. And then when we do come together, it's in pure magic. Discipline. This is an important one. Discipline around making sure that your workplace and your home, your luminous field is pristine and clear Because the idea is that we do not bring anything into our calls or into our healing sessions from our own perception, our own energy. So making sure that your home, your workplace, and your PM chakras and physical organs are pristine. There is nothing coming into the call or into a session with you that could affect the call. Making sure that the call itself is protected, right? If you're having a Zoom call, if you're having a call over Facebook... These are all the things that we really need to be and become very disciplined about. And then, you know, building self-trust and safety within yourself. And this is like a somatic thing. This is a nervous system thing. I'm not going to go too much into that, but it's like the deeply knowing, embodying, you know, that you are held. The death and rebirth phase is part of the medicine woman path. And that, you know, just creates a clearer channel and brings us back to love essentially. Allyship is going to be part of the new paradigm where we work in allyship because there are so many things that we can't think about or can't wrap our minds around that don't make sense to our experience in this lifetime. And that's where allyship also comes in. And also allies that can deal with very dark beings or entities or things that we just don't know what to do about. A very important part that I actually teach in Becoming Majestic is overview. This is so, so powerful. And it kind of ties into what I spoke at the beginning of when we go into client sessions, you know, sister clients are going to tell us, you know, things about what's going on for them or, and most of them are based on stories. It's important to really listen and know and discern, but most of them are based on stories. So when we go into an overview with our team, you know, in allyship with our allies, then we find out what is in her highest interest to heal at this time. It might not be what she's desiring or thinking about, but it might be in her highest interest. So having an overview of finding out, okay, what are the things I need to clear in this session makes it easier for you to move through without having to go through all the things. And then My very favorite one is letting go of false sense of responsibilities. And I have been there. I constantly have to re and check myself. Giving yourself permission to let go of any false sense of responsibilities in your work. You don't have to do everything you're very good at. Remembering that you have a multitude of gifts, but you do not need to use every single one of them. If they feel heavy, if it feels like you just need to do it because you feel responsible, I'm really good at this, I should be offering it, it's kind of an indication that you might be out of alignment. 
So really focusing, starting to make your life a living prayer, really focusing on where am I very lit up by? Like looking at all the gifts you have, all the things you are offering, so we can move into that unique blueprint. That really eradicates this competition and everybody using the same labels and all the things because you are moving into that clarity and that conviction that really becomes super magnetic for you and your desires and your soul purpose. And everything just has this flow and it's an incredible path to take. Never, It's never an easy path. There will always be moments of polarity. But when we are moving towards the highest expression of our soul purpose, things become so much more clearer. Decisions become so much more clearer. So that is my deepest desires for you. Those are my 10 things. I would love to hear what yours are. Let me know over on Instagram and sending you so much love. Bye.